Hi guys, this episode contains a light-hearted discussion about drugs and drug use. We appreciate that several people deal with addiction or live with people struggling with addiction and nothing we say here is to make light of that fact. Please feel free to skip this episode if anything here might be triggering for you. Thank you. I've never seen a cat be sexy. That's what we call aura. For real. Because yeah. even through the cats... Why did you go with that first? <laughs> even through the cat... Yeah, Zibika, why, why did you go, go with that, that first? <laughs> even through the cat, the voice, he's like, they call, they call, <laughs> they call me Puss and Boots. Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. I'm Bankole Mokwede. I'm Ibuka Nomani. I'm Priscilla. I'm Jess. And today we are talking about the bear. The bear did fucking cocaine! That's right, we're talking about Cocaine Bear. That's the latest film now in theatres by Elizabeth Banks. We're going to talk about... The movie, the kills, the deaths, and everything in between. But before all of that insanity, we're going to handle a little bit of housekeeping. We're going to talk about an exciting project that we have coming up. But firstly, before everything else, Jess, welcome to the podcast. This is your debut. How are you feeling? Um, Thank you for having me. I'm actually really excited to be a part of the team, and I'm looking forward to just having a lot of fun on the podcast. Don't worry, that, that goes away very quickly. <laughs> we are glad to have you here. Um, just a bit of forewarning. So you guys might remember if you're one of the two or three listeners that have been here since the beginning, we did another round, what, two years ago? When did we do another round? It was like almost two years ago, actually. Yeah, yeah almost two years ago. And for that episode, because of the theme of the movie, Another Round, which if you, again, if you haven't seen, please go check that out. Uh, we were drinking during the episode. And that's actually, people like that episode. And now, just to be clear, Jess and Ebuka have bullied Priscilla and I into doing drinking coke. during this episode. Ebuka suggested we do coke, but then we we're like, no, like we don't know what Rishi Sunak would do to us if he catches that. So just like let's just let's keep it to the legal, the legal drugs. Anyways, so yes, um at some point during this recording, you probably feel every bit of sanity just dipping and you realize that that is the point at which we all lost handing our faculties. But before all of that, let me give the admin, because I need to be thinking about that. Um Later this week, Priscilla and I are going to have our thoughts on part two of You Season 4 up on the feed. Um, things definitely do happen on, in part two of You, so I hope you guys enjoy that. Priscilla is also on our Mando episodes, the first of which is currently out on all platforms, so you can just scroll up on the feed. Um, oh, quickly, You, so just like in part one, we would have episodes six and seven out the day the Episodes drop, that's on Thursday, the 9th of March. Then we have 8 and 9 out on Saturday, and then the finale out on Monday. Um, of course, Succession, the now confirmed final season, and Yellow Jackets will both return at the end of the month. Um, so if you want to start your rewatch, you have about two or three weeks just to do that. And of course, we'll be covering those, those shows in um, great detail. So yeah, let's talk about the new podcast last week we announced that you guys are going to be hosting you guys being priscilla and jess are going to be hosting the film podcast under the larger popcorn for dinner banner so um before i hand over the button to you guys i guess i'll just give a big backstory 
I think Ibuka and I were talking maybe like November, I had the idea that I wanted to do films a lot more frequently on the podcast than we were currently doing. But as I've said to a lot of people, I wanted to do it in a way that felt fun, um, felt a lot more, while simultaneously like we, we do the things we talk about on, on with TV shows, we want to go as deep as we need to for a, a movie. We also want to be able to have it accessible to everyone and also be able to just have fun with whatever I'm talking about because I personally, maybe no one else felt this way, I personally felt like a lot of the quote-unquote discourse on films was just being very um, one-sided or partisan and it was like, if you don't like this, then you're stupid. And to be fair, yeah, there are some things that that, that applies to. But we wanted to just have a way that we could just talk about it in a fun way and hopefully, hopefully that's what we get to do with this podcast. Maybe in like two months, we all become very snobby and elitist and we just go into our film Twitter bag, maybe. But for now, we want to try and make it just a fun way to discuss movies and stupid things. Look, we have very stupid ideas planned. Um, as you can tell from the fact that we are drinking on this podcast, which is a terrible idea because I'm going to edit, edit this thing and I'm going to hate myself. But I'll start with you, Priscilla. What do you... Do you have any aspirations? Do you have anything you want to try and do with this podcast or do you just want to just jump on the mic and talk? about certain people <laughs> i'll beat these allegations by not by crook <laughs> the problem is that you don't even know what allegation i'm leveling up against you right now. that's how so bad, bad you are right i keep getting like name dropped on the tr just i'll be off twitter for a day and i come back i see my name over i'm like why 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 you fuck me for <laughs> <laughs> yeah i swear you get cooked every week on twitter i swear this not every week it's every other working day <laughs> for something bear in mind I, I don't know the worst one was the Love Island one but we're not going to get into that um, I think I don't know I think I'm just going to yap on a mic and whatever comes out comes out if that makes any sense yeah yeah I mean it makes sense um, Jess what about you apart from finally catching up with the Fast and Furious movies which is the homework we've, we've assigned to you what do you have any things you're looking forward to with this podcast um, I'm just looking forward to just having fun watching different films and yeah, just having something to watch all the time and just to speak about and just not have a not too serious conversation about films. I think that's the thing that I'm looking forward to the most. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I say all this, but don't worry. Once Bradley Cooper's Maestro drops in the fall, I will be on the podcast and we'll take you, we'll take you very seriously. We'll take Bradley Cooper's Maestro very, very seriously. Killers of the Flower Moon, or oh, don't even get me started. It's a three and a half hour movie. We're doing a five hour pod. Leo DiCaprio, Jesse Plemons, Scorsese, or what are we talking about here? No, but I guess, like, look, we just wanted, like I just said, we're going to have a Fast and Furious episode where Jess will be talking about watching the movies for the first time. Like, there will hopefully be stupid things that we get to do, and hopefully you guys get to enjoy them as well. We've, we've done several stupid things, popcorn for dinner. The first one being even having the podcast in the first place. And you guys have seemed to enjoy most of them, or at least have lied to me about enjoying them. So that, so hopefully you, it, that continues. And some of you will be new. Some of you will be will be new to the entire platform. And hopefully, what you find you like, and you get to enjoy both platforms. Um, Ibuka, what about you? What are you looking forward to with the film podcast? I'm looking forward to easily being able to influence them than you, or to bully them into appearing on the podcast i haven't been on this for how long now you know while you know. oh so you're saying that that's my fault that you haven't been on this podcast <laughs> okay that's cool okay 
Yeah, and also I can get, I can talk to them. You guys do not understand how much Banky senses me. So that's actually why I do. For it. <laughs> I I censor you for your own good. I'm just trying to save you. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to re- make you reach thirty on the timeline. I don't want people to like kill you <laughs> on the internet before. But if you want me to put out the real the real files, I will do this. I have all the files <laughs> in back. Oh god. What? Anyways, um, okay. Should we? Oh, just quickly. So about the structure. The hope is that, for example, if a movie comes out this weekend, um, they get to watch it and get to talk about it, and then you guys get to listen to it the next weekend, just ahead of the next weekend, essentially. So you get to know if you want to watch the movie, or maybe you've already seen the movie in the first weekend, and you want to know if their their thoughts align with you. So it will be focusing on movies that are currently in cinemas, but it won't be. Well, for obvious reasons, we'll talk about movies that are just coming out. We'll have like that weak buffer. Buffer. Um, okay, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna talk about Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. So, like I said, this is the latest film by Elizabeth Banks, her third directorial effort. Um, it's produced by Lord and Miller, a filmmaking duo that I really, really like, and I just I admire a lot of their stuff. Um, and it features a large cast that I'm not even going to go through. Um, character actress Margot Martindale, Kerry Russell, Brooklyn Prince. Um, this is interesting, actually. Ibuka, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I think you, you told me that this was very similar to your first time doing coke. That it was with a white girl as well. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just want to, I just want to confirm before we go, I, before we go forward. I, I, I think I think you're getting your Ibuka's mixed up. Cocaine. Cocaine. The guy. Ibuka do I do? The guy. The guy you're talking about. I think I was there when he was telling the story. So. Oh okay. Oh okay. So so it's not you. Definitely not. It's not you that did coke with a white girl because nope. she. Okay, that's fine. I'm sorry. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> um. Okay, let's let's talk about this movie. So I'll, I'll just quick question: When you saw this trailer, or in some cases, when I told you about this movie, what did you expect going in? And then what were your general thoughts on the film? Let me, let me start with you, Priscilla. You seem to be in deep in thought. <laughs> I remember I saw the trailer on Twitter and I just saw cocaine and then I thought, I don't know what this is. Then we watched the trailer. I watched it and I thought, it's tickling my fancy, but it's probably not going to be like all that. Right, and then all the reviews kept coming out saying it was good, and I'm like, oh, I don't believe you guys. And then I've watched it. I still haven't consolidated consolidated my whole thoughts on what I witnessed. <laughs> I'm still processing a bells on coat. I've not processed that thought yet. You've not, you've never got past the like the title yet. You've not, you've not got past the initial. <laughs> I saw a bear on coat. And I don't think I've processed that yet. I watched this yesterday, so it's still yeah, same, in my yeah. head. And seeing that bear on coat, yeah, man, he puts Leonardo DiCaprio to shame in The Wolf of Wall Street. I'll tell you that. Yeah, so Jess, what about you? What were your initial thoughts when you found out about this movie? And I guess what were your general thoughts when you watched the movie? When At the start of the film, like when I watched the trailer and everything, he said it was based on a true story. So I was just confused to really like, to think what was the true parts in the film because there was a lot of parts of it that was not really realistic. So while I was watching it, I wasn't sure like which part was true. Did all of this happen? Which parts of it actually happened? So that's what I was thinking about while watching it. 
Oh, actually, that's okay. That's a good point. Let me let me let me say to here. This is based on a true story, but that base is doing a lot of work. Like the true story is that the drug dealer played hilariously by Matthew Reese in the first in the first scene of this movie did actually throw out cocaine from his plane, um, and a bear did eat it, but the bear died from an overdose. So, like, what this movie has then done is imagine what happened or what could have happened if the bear didn't die. So, yeah, so, like, the, the base of the true story is doing a lot of work there, but the basic facts are kind of true. Um, Ibuka, what about you? I think I have an idea of how you feel towards this movie. Okay, so um, when I first heard about Cocaine Bear, I thought it was going to be like an absurdist take on how individual bears are and, you know, their courage and how much they protect their family. And then I thought Wait, the cocaine would so, be so, like... I'm so, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. So you thought that was, the title was a metaphor? Exactly. I thought it was going to be a metaphor <laughs> of how like cocaine and the distractions of partying can distract you <laughs> from those who are really important in your life, you know, like you the, was like like the two bear cops. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm taking the piss. So this is my journey with cocaine bear, right? So obviously, like most people, I was on Twitter and I saw someone post a picture and they said something about blah, 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 cocaine bear. And I was like, okay, it's going to be one of those mm-hmm. underground indie movies, like the fucking horror Winnie the Pooh film. Only for me to be in the cinema one day. And then I see a fucking cool. You know what's funny? When I went to see, I can't remember what what was I went to see. I think it was a horror film as well. And then the trailer for Cocaine Bear starts like a horror film. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then it turns out it's cocaine. They're actually making a film about a bear on cocaine. And I was like, I have to see this. I have, this is the reason why I have the Cineworld card. I would pay for the MCU film. (laughs) Obviously, this is the reason why I have the Cineworld card. So yeah, overall thoughts in the film. I think certain parts of it were really good. I didn't love it overall, but mm-hmm. there were good. There were good people on both sides. Jesus Christ! There were good, good um, aspects of the. Film and you I wonder think. why you haven't been on the podcast in months? <laughs> um, Jesus, um, it's funny because you said it sounded like the trailer sounds like a horror movie. And when I went to watch this movie, a lot of the trailers before the movie were horror films, which I guess kind of surprised me and kind of primed me. Because I wasn't expecting this movie to be like a jump scary kind of movie. Okay. Like when the first jump scare happened, I was like, oh, that's, that's in this movie? Like, I don't know why I thought, I don't know why, I thought it was, maybe I thought it was maybe like action comedy or maybe survivalist. But I, I didn't think of, because this movie definitely has horror elements. Oh, 100%. Even beyond the jump scare. And I, I, I don't know why, I just didn't think that the movie was going to be that. So that was actually quite surprising to me. Um, I had fun watching this movie. I am not going to think about it after we publish this episode. <laughs> like, it's like, it's not, it's not going to leave. I actually, I actually want to see it again. What, well, not in the cinema? Like, by yourself? Why not, man? Like, why? To get, like, your deep intellectual it's, thoughts? It's funnier <laughs> to watch with people. No, man, there's just certain scenes I want to see again. Like that's what I mean. I mean, I, I will watch it. it was well done. I'll watch it next year in preparation for the Oscars because it's, it's obviously going to be a best picture front runner. <laughs> but beyond that, I'm not. I'm not like I. I like okay. Let, I guess we, let's now move on into I guess more deep thoughts, and I can start. I enjoyed this movie a lot. There are parts like 
So I'm really right now in the, I think this is because like we're doing the, the podcast and I'm watching a lot of TV shows, many of which I love, but 90% of the TV shows I watch are like serious. And even the comedies like deal with serious stuff. Right. Um, movies too as well. Serious. So right now I'm really in the bag for stupid things that are fun and good. Like I want it to be good. I don't want to just watch stupid. Like I went to watch Violent Night Over Christmas and I had a great time because it's stupid, but it's good. It's like good action in which Santa Claus is basically John Wick. So I loved that movie. So I really just want to, at that time I was like, I'm just, I can't be thinking. And I saw this movie was 19 and I was like, oh, I am so in your bag. Scorsese, three and a half movies, I would watch it. But you give me a 19 movie about Bear on Cocaine, yes, please. But thinking about, thinking about going in, I, I didn't expect it to be a comedy as well, which is something I want to touch on in a second. Like, it was built as a comedy on, I think, on Cineworld or whatever. And I was like, oh, is that what we're doing here? I don't, I don't even know what I thought this movie was going to be. That's what I'm realizing now, because everything it is is not what I expected it to be. But I did have a good time. I think a lot of things, there are a lot of flaws in this movie, none of which I think we're going to cover in this thing because we're not trying to be serious. Um, a lot of the characterization, a lot of the writing is not great, but I had a great time. I thought it was fun. I thought some kills were very good, which again, we're going to touch on in a second. So like, I would recommend this to anyone who wanted to have a good time at the cinema. Personally, it's not like I had a very good 90, 90 minutes, 90 plus minutes. The genre thing is interesting, right? Because I think mm-hmm. when I first went to see this film, I was like, it's going to be a comedy, right? But like, like I said, the start of the trailer feels like a horror. And then when I come up during the film, when I came out, I was like, that was weirdly a horror comedy. Like, mm-hmm. it was funny, but I actually think they could have leaned all the way into the horror aspect and that would have been a very scary film. Or they could have leaned all the way into the comedy aspect. And and that's not me saying I wish they did. I'm just saying, like, the scenes that are supposed to be scary or jump scary, like you say, are actually really fucking scary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. No, I mean, I, I see what you're saying because a lot of criticisms I've read or listened to in the past 24 hours since I watched it have been, like, it's, it's neither one or the other. It's not really that scary if you're going to watch a horror movie and it's really not that funny if you're going for a comedy. Like, I, I do think it's fun. I think it's, it's a movie of... Like, I, I think some people say that it's a movie that was designed for a trailer, which I think is very unfair. I think it's a bit better than that. But it's definitely a movie of sequences, a movie, movie of, like, moments, in which you're like, this is actually a great moment, and I'm having a great time this moment. And then you're kind of waiting for the next moment. And most of, I think, all the best moments involve the eponymous cocaine bear. So... I don't think it's a movie in which like every scene pops or every every moment is great. Just like it's a movie of of sequences of moments, and like you when you come out, you think about about the moments. Look, if anyone here can name three named characters from this film, I would like personally applaud you. So, but like we could probably name three or five moments that we really enjoyed. I feel like what they were trying to do was okay what what makes the screen franchise because that's my favorite one of my favorite franchises mm-hmm. ever what makes it so good is that it balances the horror comedy and it straddles the line well like the last one that came out was brilliant and i think elizabeth banks and the writers were trying to like go for it but what made the last scream probably the best one in a long time better was that like you got to like i like the characters mm-hmm so, like, I kind of was rooting for... I, I didn't want Ghostface to go after any of them. 
that Priscilla, sorry, can I can I interrupt you there? Yeah. I've never watched any of the Scream films. And obviously the trailer <gasps> came on before Code Game Bear. And I just wanted mm-hmm. to know I just wanted to say this, in case anyone's in the same boat as me. I did not know that guy was supernatural. <laughs> Do you know the, the moment I'm referring is he, to? Is it the way he's like dodging bullets and stuff? Yes. yes. I did yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Ghostface is one of the best things to ever exist in the horror front. Amazing, amazing work. I hope Courtney Cox continues to get in that work. But um, I think what makes Scream so good is that it's really, like, it's very, very funny and it can be very, very scary, especially the earlier films, like the first three. And then you got to know the characters and you're rooting for the characters and you want them to survive. Whereas mm-hmm. this one, I'm like, I just want the bear to mash up everything. I thought <laughs> no connection to anyone other than that bear. I just wanted to see what the bear would do. Anything that was exciting in the film was involving the bear. Like, even if you're going to have mm-hmm. a funny film, like I want head empty film, like I can't, I can't have to root for someone to survive. And I didn't want Why anyone can't you to survive. Root for the bear? That's what I think. That's what, I think she was rooting for the bear. Yeah, but the director wanted you to root for the bear. She said she wanted this to be a revenge story for the bear that died. Hundred <laughs> percent. You're actually right about that. Yeah. I was rooting for that bear. So, what was the revenge story? Like, what did these people do to the bear? Well, because the bear died in real life, so this is revenge against human beings for leaving the cocaine out in the forest <laughs> and taking its body after it died. So, like, yeah, this is. And that's interesting because. And Jess, well, I'll get to you in a second. I want to, oh, actually, Priscilla, have you finished your Yeah, your, yeah, I was just thoughts? saying, like, I didn't feel any any attachment to any character. Oh, yeah, 100%. I just wanted the bear to keep coming. I'm like, where is the Come bear? Come on, not, not, even, not even the cop. No! I only felt attachment to characters because I knew or I liked the actors playing them. Like, I like character actress Margot Martindale, so I'm going to be like, I want to see what you're going to do. But, like, if it was anyone else playing it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really care. Um, Jess, I'm going to get to you in a second, but I want to mention this now because you brought it up. But I went back to what the first trailer for this movie and one of the first comments I saw was, um, someone was like, this is obviously when the movie came out, when the trailer came out, I was like, words kind of describe how badly I want the bear to win in this movie. And then he or she edits it later and it's like, in all caps, the bear won. Let's go. <laughs> Best movie ever made. 10 out of 10. And I was like, oh yeah, the bear. I, I didn't even clock that the bear won this movie. Like, the bear is Thanos in Infinity War. Like, the bear <laughs> won. Like, he got to chill with his cops doing cocaine. I was just like, oh, that, that, the bear actually won this movie. Because I always thought going in that it would die. That was, that was just the logic. But yeah, anyway, Jess, what are your larger, more in-depth thoughts about this film? I think that now that I know that it wasn't fully based on a true story, <laughs> I think that, um, yeah, overall, I, it was quite good. I'm not really a fan of films that have two genres. So I prefer if a film is a thriller, then just stay a thriller. If it's a comedy, stay a comedy because it was just like people are getting killed and then there's like funny bits right beside it. <laughs> so it's just like, I didn't really understand those parts. But then I feel like now that I know that it's not really a true story, then it does make sense to kind of mix the two, but mm. I kind of prefer just having one genre in then. Oh, you thought they were making fun of people's actual deaths. <laughs> okay, I get I get you. I get, I get you. You're like, what, there's nothing funny about him, about this. Someone died in 1985 with this bear. Like, what are you guys doing? No, fair enough, I, can't, I, can't. I would have been laughing anyways. <laughs> See, of all the death scenes in the film, right? Every time the bear kills wait, someone. Wait, Ibuka, Ibuka, wait, hold on to that. That's a segment for later. Hold on to that. Hold on to that thought. Hold on to that thought. Um, I think 
it's funny because I think I was reading lots of reviews, like I said, and I think lots of our thoughts do align with that, where it's like, please try and be on one side. And I don't, like, I love, which is going to be interesting because the kind of movies that you guys are going to cover over the next year will be interesting to see what Jesse's thoughts are because I love genre mashing things. Like, the most obvious case would be something like Succession, which could have the most depressing scene one moment and then the funniest scene on television that year, the next. So I love genre mashing stuff. I'm so sorry, can I say something? This yeah. is a complete aside, right? What if Succession isn't actually funny? We all, we only see it as funny because we're feeling like, those like the Roy's in that moment, like the, no, like it's fi- like Tom will say something like, "Oh, you still eat Pizza Hut," and we'll all laugh like it's funny because oh, Tom is so rich. Yeah, but that's also how Tom said it. <laughs> like, are we so- gonna like? Is that what we're doing? That we're gonna no. interrogate the the, the humor in Succession? No, okay, just carry on. Succession is funny. <laughs> Succession is funny. I don't care what anyone tells me. <laughs> Tom proposed. I, he I sang. He rapped. He rapped L to the OG. Nah, stop it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yes. But I, it's I, a comedy. <laughs> Jeremy Stone, comedic actor of our time. Oh, God. Like, okay, sorry to bring this back up again, but one of the funniest mm-hmm. scenes in Succession, maybe this just says about who I am. Because I think the funniest scene in Succession is like the scene in the first episode where they rip that kid's dreams. In front of his Jesus eyes. Christ. <laughs> okay. We'll save this. We'll have succession pods in the future. But I no, just like, no, 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 no. Please go ahead with what you're saying. No, I, I, just, feel why like, that's the I just feel like sometimes some of the funny parts of succession are not actually funny. They're just terrible. Like another th- scene I love, I'm still talking to you about this bike, is when Logan underpays that contract and is like, who the fuck are you going to hire as a lawyer? Mr. <laughs> fucking Magoo. It's, like, it's funny, but it's not. No, it's, it's, it's no I get you. I get you. Like when Shiv found out she got shagged, in the last season, when they were oh, well, with Tom, yeah. and then she's looking. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. She just looking at succession report. Um, no. Jess, do you watch succession? No, I haven't watched it yet. No, Jess, you'd love it. Oh, Jess, look, yes. hurry up! If you're going to part, it's the only prerequisite to be a part of this popcorn for dinner team. You have to watch succession. <laughs> no, that's that's love it. the only thing. Please go prepare for the forty-five hour season. Um. No, but it's, it's a dark comedy, right? It, it makes, it, because if, I, considering what you said you like about Succession, I really think you should go watch Veep. Because like, if these are the things you love about Succession, you would love Veep. Oh, I'd Veep too. And it's from the same brain trust, like Jesse Armstrong wrote an episode of Veep. It's the same like kind of like British guys that did Peep Oh, show, yes, you would love Veep. Veep. The thick Veep's of it. amazing. Like, I think you would love Veep. Um, I'll, I'll save it. I, Veep is... Veep is one of my personal Mount, Mount Rushmore. Like, I, I say to anyone that I think would enjoy exactly. it, I just I really, really love it. You have good taste. Thank you. Oh, yeah. So, should we kind of go back to the bed I was doing cocaine? Um, yes. I kind of lost track of where we were. Uh, I think the wine is beginning to enter my bloodstream. Um, Ibuka, thank you very much for that. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about something that we've kind of flirted around a bit. And, like, did you guys, did anyone here find this movie funny? When you think of this movie, do you think it's a funny movie? Yeah, I laughed. Yeah, I think there were quite funny parts to it. Ibuka? I think my cinema found it funnier than me, but I just, I just, I don't think it's a reflection of the film, or I think it's my sense of humor more than the film. You were looking for more sadistic, sadistic things, like a yeah. boy losing his entire family's <laughs> fortune. Okay. Um, he wanted Game of Thrones. 
You know, you know something. You know something. Every girl laughed at the red wedding. We're, we're, we're going to cut out. If you laughed at that, that you're a sick, sick man. <laughs> we're going to cut out the entire succession bit, so that part just has no context. I'm going to keep it in. I'm going to keep it in. We have to be who we are. We have to be true to ourselves. But yeah, I, I, I thought. Nah, I didn't really find it. I'm trying to think of scenes that made me laugh, and I think the funniest parts to me were the the funniest scene was the one with. Whatever you said her name was, character actress, Margot Martindale. Margot Martindale. Have you known what Bojack Horseman? I have. What, so why, why didn't you remember her? Why didn't you know her name? She's a character on Bojack Horseman. Character not, actress, Margot Martindale. I'm not like you, Banky. They said it's like, I'm, I'm going to send you a clip <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, fuck. That was true. Anyway, well, sorry, which scene? Yeah, I thought she was funny. Like, I think every scene she was in. Oh, yeah, she was good. But the one with the guy from Modern Family as well. If I didn't know that he was in this movie going in, I wouldn't have known that was him. Who the... Like, I think I saw an interview with Kerry Russell and she was like, oh, Margot Matidel, just Stella Ferguson and I went park. Like, I wouldn't have known it was him going, if I was watching the movie because it just, to me, it just looked very different. Right. I knew that was to me. So I was spending most of my time thinking, who is this person? Then I realized that it's Mitchell from Modern Family. <laughs> yeah, that's something that you spend your entire movie just like, who is this person? Where do I know him from? Um, so I didn't... I don't think this movie, this movie is not a successful comedy to me, if that's what it wanted to be. Like, I, I, there are some funny bits, and I'll say my funniest bit in a second, but I didn't find it to be a funny movie. Like, I chuckled at some stuff. Like, I wasn't like, oh, this is like 40-year-old version. I don't know. That's not my ideal comedy. I don't know why that just came up. But like, I wasn't like, oh, this is so funny. I'm dying of laughter. And I probably laughed more at everything, every, everywhere, all at once, and I didn't at this. But to say the kind of mindset I'm in right now, I, I laughed the hardest when they shot O'Shea Jackson and his pinky and middle finger came off. Because so maybe that was just me like exerting kind of like stress, but that that made me laugh the most. Oh, I, I knew like, that was him. Oh <laughs> yes. Because I know you. And I couldn't put my finger That's, on it. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I just had the brain fart. <laughs> I had the brain fart. Like, I kept thinking the entire time, who's this guy? And I couldn't clock. Now you said it. Okay, thank you. You've actually cured my... <laughs> You're welcome. But yeah, that's that's like, that was the... When it, like, those... And then, like, how did he shoot off those two fingers? That was what made me laugh the most. And, like, I don't know if that was a good sign for something that's meant to be a comedy, because I don't... And it was just weird, because the Banks is, like, a very accomplished comedic actress. So it's very weird that, like, a movie like this that probably wants to be a comedy didn't really land as a comedy for me. Um, I did chuckle a lot. Like, the things like, oh, okay, that's funny. That's cute. But never anything that really made me laugh out loud. Um, I'm going to go into, like, some um, categories in a second. So do you guys have any larger thoughts you want to... I think from my... If I'm summarizing, Ibuka was a bit mixed. I was more on positive... Actually, Priscilla and Jess, you guys just said that you were confused. Like, where do you actually stand on this movie? I give it... I'd recommend it. If someone says, what's the film to watch in cinema? It's probably one of the first oh, okay. two, I would That's say. A good thing. If you want a good time, um, I'll give it maybe a six and a half out of ten. I'll watch it. It'll be like my little, like... I always have, like, little films that I watch over again because they make me laugh. And I can mm. just watch it with my head empty. The first one is Paranormal Activity. This is going to be added to that catalogue of films. So, yeah. Oh, wait, you're like a horror person, Priscilla. Yeah. I didn't know this about you. Yeah, I love a horror. I love a good horror film. 
bad slashers and good slashers. Because she's a grown-up. Exactly. Oh my God. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, because I can't read subtitles, but I'm, I'm the one that's not grown up. <laughs> this is an insane allegation. Because... <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I'll just let you cook. You need something to come back with. So I'll just let you know. <laughs> I don't, like, I, I, I'm not afraid of horror. I just don't see the point. I just don't get, like, I'll watch a, a good, the horror movie is a good movie. I'll probably watch it. Okay. But like, I'm not going to watch a movie because it's a horror movie. That's just weird to me. Like, I saw the trailer for um, Evil Dead Rises again. Is that yeah. it? Like, before yeah. this movie. And I was like, I'm not going to watch that. that. That doesn't interest me in any way. Why now, A Quiet Place Day 1, I'm going to watch that, obviously, because I'm already invested in that franchise. Right. A Quiet Place, I feel about to say you haven't watched it, but so that's a great film. No, yeah, I've watched, I've watched, a Quiet, I've watched both of them, and I'm going to watch Day 1 with Peter when it comes Little out, Peter. the prequel. That's going to be a good um, one. Jess, what about you? What, what are your more, like, streamlined thoughts? I think that now that I know that it's not really based on a true story, I can kind of take it for what it is, because <laughs> as I was watching it before, I was just confused as to why it was quite serious at parts and then really funny the next. Oh, so you were like, they're not respecting these people at all. Like people are rolling their graves. <laughs> you felt anger about the people that were not respected. Fair enough. <laughs> so before I knew that it wasn't actually based on a true story, I was going to give it a four. But then I think now overall I give it a 6.5. I think it's a film that I'd watch more on Netflix rather than in the cinema. Mm. Yeah. This this film I think mm. I think this movie will be terrible on Netflix. Yeah, I agree. Terrible I, on Netflix. I think but it'll be amazing. Yeah, ahead, it'll be amazing to watch with a group on drunk yeah. okay. crowd. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're like a yeah, like yeah. eight, ten people. But like if he's like watching on Netflix on your laptop with your headphones, no way. Like I think this is a movie that requires I was happy that my my cinema hall was a bit like was packed ish. Like this this movie needs you need responses. You need people to like the things that you don't find funny. If they laugh at it, then you're a bit happier about the movie. This guy is, is like a. It's like Megan. Megan was the same. Like mm-hmm. um, when I watched Megan, what made it so much better was that you you're around other people, so you feel more like oh wow, it's actually mad funny. This is. <laughs> So that's what I felt. It's like, I'm not compared to the MCU, but like, I don't mind watching an MCU film on Disney Plus, but I prefer watching it with a full crowd. Yeah. I um, get a better experience that way. Because I watched, what Ibuka and I watched, we watched, we watched No Way Home together. Spider-Man, right? yes. Yeah, and then there were reactions. I mean, look, fuck, I was, I was, I was going to like avoid spoilers. There were reactions when like, Matt Murder came up, right? And you're like, you're like, oh, this is, because we watched it like, opening night in Leicester Square. Yes. So like anyone, oh. <laughs> those are like you're like these are my people. These people know, like Netflix MCU canon. And then I watched it two days later in like my local cinema, and then just it was packed but quiet. Like everyone was like, oh, this is this is. I could feel the difference. These, these are the models. Like, yeah. I need to hear people <laughs> whooping and applauding. I need to hear the woo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I I didn't watch Megan, but Ibuka did, and then he he I messaged me and I was like, she's late. <laughs> <laughs> she did say apparently according I'm to sorry. according to reports i'm sorry i'm sorry i don't, I don't know why i'm picking her <laughs> um yeah no so okay so wait would you recommend this movie cocaine bay yes but 
Um, I'm trying to think of how I would recommend it. Because I wouldn't recommend it to everyone, right? Because some people feel like if you recommend them a film, they should be seeing Goodwill Hunting or Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, spot yeah. Mind. Tell, I'll then turn off their brain and go watch Cocaine Bears. Yeah, it's, like, mind, it's if, a mindless if, fun. If you watch a trailer and you already don't want to see it, then it's not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think people's expectations for the movement have affected what they saw and the reception. Because the reception I've seen, right, out of the mixed reception, rather, is like, this movie was like, I was expecting something more out there. And obviously that's 100% fair. And I do think this movie pulls its punches in some places. And then weird in some places, it doesn't. Like some of the gore is like really, really yep. gory. Bro, they blew someone's like, brains out and they showed everything. What? There was no splatter of blood. That's like, well, I'll talk about what I think is the most most gory piece of it. But yeah, so I do think there's some places where it pulls its punches. But I think a lot of people were going in thinking like, I don't know, I don't know what they think, but they were really going out there. And then maybe for me, I, was, I think I... I actually really think I was looking for a, a more muted thing. So maybe that's why I liked it as much because I, I got something way more out there than what I was expecting in my head. Um, okay, let's quickly do some categories before we wrap up. Um, best kill stroke best death. Who wants to go first? Liz in the ambulance. That's, wait, I, like the entire ambulance scene, right? Yeah. That is like objectively the best scene of the film. Yep. That was cinema. <laughs> that was actually cinema. Was but that's, cinema. that's what I'm saying. Like some, some parts of this film were really well done. And it was obviously most of the parts of the bear. Like if they just gave me a mm. one hour, 30 minute documentary on this bear, just fucking shit. I don't even <laughs> care about the other characters. No character development. I don't want to know what's happening in their life. Just let them be NPCs. Just, just follow the bear killing people. Around. Yep. Okay, let me ask you. Wait, let me. I'll go back to you, Priscilla. Ibuka, what was your best kill or best death? Singular best death. I don't know. I like the ambulance scene. I think that's number one, clearly. But I would say mm-hmm. singular or most shocking. I'll say the one that shocked me the most was when she shot the guy in the back of it. <laughs> I, I, I actually looked, because that came relatively early in the film. I actually looked beside me like, did everyone see what I just. What, like what I just saw. <laughs> okay, now this is what they're doing. Like this isn't going to be like a hide the gore type film. They're going to show everything. Yeah. So yeah, that was. To be fair, you're right. I think that no, no, because he, I think the bear has already killed Jesse Jesse Tyler by that point. Yeah, yeah the, the bear had killed. That was, that, that was also quite gory. Yeah, Jess, what about you? What was your best kill? I would have death? said the ranger killing the guy as well, but I think after that, I'd say when the bear goes for the boy. But yeah. then he goes for Mitchell from Modern Family instead. Oh, Mitchell from Modern Family. I didn't realize how gory the film was going to be, but then it's just like mm-hmm. he kills him and then his body snaps in half. Oh. Yeah. I think that point, I was, I was like, I was Ibuka, um, shout out to Ibuka said, that's when I was like, oh, this movie is doing this. Because before then, the only person that's killed is the female tourist, right? And that all kind of happens off screen. So you don't really see, and I was like, Oh, 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 the movie's doing... And there's that shot when, like, the bear smells the cocaine. And then, I don't think this movie is g- made up of great shots. Um, no shade. But, like, that particular shot when the bear, was, bear smells the cocaine and then, like, you goes to a wide and you see the bear come down one tree and go up the other tree. And I was like, oh, fuck. This is... <laughs> he's in trouble. <laughs> Mitchell from Mother Family is in trouble. <laughs> uh, Priscilla, let me go to you quickly. What's your best death in the ambulance scene? Oh, the girl. Oh, really? I, I didn't think you were going to say that. Because that's mine as well. But I thought you were going to say Margot Martindale. Nah, nah, nah. The girl's death was just 
Because you know what? I kept thinking maybe she'll survive. I kept thinking of like a normal slasher film. Mm-hmm. There's always one. Like, I can spoil it now because she's in the second film. But in the last screen film, I kept thinking, oh, maybe Jenna Ortega may make it. Like, she probably will persevere and she perseveres. Mm-hmm. So I kept thinking, oh, maybe this girl will survive it. You know, maybe, maybe she will do it. And then she died. I thought, oh. Wait, sorry. Sorry to take you back. Wait, the screen movies, they have recurring characters. Mm-hmm. I thought it was only Courtney Cox. So wait, so so wait, so Jenna Ortega was in the last one. Yeah, and she's in this one. And Ghostface didn't kill her, and then he's following her to this one. Yes, I said, why? Just like Ghostface, though. Would you just sit down with Ghostface? I'm like, why? 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 Why me? What is going on? Every film, there's a different Ghostface. So last time they. I don't want to spoil the film. Watch the last one. The last one. Oh, I'm not going to watch it. But, but like, yeah. But like, so I, I just thought, I thought it was different Ghostface, different cast of characters. I didn't know it was the same. It's, they change the cast over like quite regularly, but sometimes they keep some recurring characters. I think it's the last time we're going to see this bunch. Ah, uh, okay. Was but Courtney Cox is always yeah. in it. Like you can count on Courtney Cox to be in it. Was I can't and remember her name now, but the black girl who was. On Yellow Jackets, was she in the last one? Because she's in the new one. Yeah, she's in the new one. Yeah, she's in. She's in it with Mason Gooden. Was it Mason Good? Yeah, Cuban Gooden Junior. Um, Cuban Gooden's junior son. I did not know he had a son. That was an actor. Yeah, his son. Yeah, and then obviously actor. Adrian Chase. Wait, is it him? And a guy Am from I thinking She-Hulk. of someone else? Okay, so oh my 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 answer. So I think the ambulance scene is the best scene, and I think it's weird because in the trailer you're like this scene could be incredible because obviously it has that slow-mo shot of the bear attacking the ambulance and then somehow the like the actual scene actually lives up and i think exceeds what you expect from the trailer so i really like that scene um right from the moment that they find the bear and thing even like with the whole when she's checking her heartbeat and she's like bear into the stethoscope so i really like that scene and my best kill would have been in there but just to go a little bit ask you i think rest in peace to our legend but i think really death is so wild because he's alive while the bears are eating him. That's oh. <laughs> so terrible. Like they're actually eating his in I was like, Jesus Christ, this is happening. Wow. Do you know what thing is yeah? I've watched Game of Thrones, so I thought I'm strong enough. And then I saw that and I thought, no, you're not. He was like, he was alive while they were eating us. Also, we haven't talked about this, but the way they make cocaine like a superpower and this sh- like the bear is knocked out and then he smells cocaine and he's like, oh. like I don't like <laughs> Bro, the, the bullets popped out of his body. Like uh, <laughs> he, 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 he spat it out, didn't he? I was like, <laughs> what the hell is this? They're trying to say cocaine is compound V. Also, part, of me, part of me was like, do I want to try it? Like, I, I it looks like something. it has. <laughs> this, this film, this film could see people try feed their pets cocaine. Yeah, I think people are gonna start feeding their pets or their dogs or something. Cocaine. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. We can't be making movies for those kind of people are too, are too idiotic for us to listen to them. But, oh, actually, one a part I did laugh was when at the end, like, O'Shea Jackson clearly suffering from PTSD is like, um, <laughs> yeah. is the dog on cocaine? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, fair enough, man, you, you've gone through it. Is it on coke? Okay, one final category before we, before we wrap up. Who should have stayed in their house that day? Who should, like, who had the worst day? Who, like, who just should have just stayed at home? And just not gone through what they went through. The nurses' kids. Why were they out? Okay, just just out of principle, I am with Priscilla. Like I already like in Ant Man, right? When she's like, "Sorry, Dad, it's all my fault." I'm like, mm-hmm. 
It is. It is all your fault. So anytime kids mess up, I'm always, I don't know, I'm always like, yes, it's your fault. If you want to skip school, do something in this in the town. Why are you going to a park? Oh, but you nah. know, the, I mean, obj- uh, by all like, oh, actually, I'm sorry, but like one of the funniest things actually, it's weird. I said it wasn't a funny show, movie, but I keep on bringing these funny things. One of the funniest things actually at the beginning, obviously, apart from Matthew Reese's playing whole thing, we're just having a great time. So apparently, uh, Matthew Reese and Kerry Russell are together, in case people don't know that. They were on The Americans together. And apparently, Kerry Russell is going to shoot this movie. And Matthew Reese has read the script and it's like, who do you guys have playing playing the pilot at the beginning? And then she's like, I don't know. And she's like, just call Elizabeth Banks. I, I want to do it. Like, he just read the script. I was like, I want to play this role for five minutes. Um, and he's having a great time. Like, you can clearly see he's so high. Um, I think the Wikipedia quote at the beginning is so funny. Like, where it's like, bears don't attack or whatever. And just like, source Wikipedia. I was yeah. like, that's so funny. Oh, yeah. I laughed um, at that. Yeah, I laughed at that. Yeah, so in defense of the kids, like, the bears don't normally attack. They didn't know the bear was going to be attacked <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. on cocaine. Yeah. Um. Jess, what about you? Who do you think should have stayed at home that day? I think the tourist should have stayed at home because they saw the bear banging his head on the tree. And then they didn't decide to turn around and leave. They just decided to stay there. So I think that that was probably, they just should have stayed at home after seeing that. He did say the bear was demented, but his wife was like, we have such great such great luck, luck. In, in nature. So was it his body that we that they found at the end dead from the bear? Yeah, that was a really bad death that he didn't show. His head was like... Yeah, I was was listening to a review and they mentioned, I was like, oh, I didn't even... I just thought it was a random person. Okay, so... So, Jess says the the tourists should have... The real real answer is is the guy from The Wild. The real answer is the police officer because he didn't really need to... I don't even think that's the real answer. Okay, well, I guess if you you could argue that he didn't need to be there, but he was doing his job. I think the real answer is O'Shea Jackson. Yeah, Fair. why did he? Do you know what? Yeah, let me think. You're a, you're a, you're a, you're a black adjacent man. You're a black man. <laughs> Jesus what are you doing? Why he was following orders? What are you doing? No, because what are you doing? If I'm hearing cocaine and a bear, you think I'm elevating myself there? Well, you know, you know the thing, right? Why I stand with O'Shea Jackson is that halfway through the film, I had the same thought you had. That like, why didn't he just you know wait outside and tell the guy like? Or more, we tried, though, but the bear didn't use this cookie. <laughs> but I don't think he knew the guy. I didn't, he didn't know really that was coming. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he did that, yeah. Rishi would have gone and not seen him. There. I'd be like, okay. So I was like, fair enough. My plan wouldn't have worked. I would have been dead either way. But can you imagine if he did, like, when Ray Luther called him at the beginning, if he just didn't answer his phone? This yeah. guy got stabbed. He lost two of his fingers. He almost died from a bear, all in 24, 24 hours. And another random funny thing is how he stayed like how at the start of the film he gets a little sauce on his shoes and he's like oh fuck I just bought these shoes mm-hmm. I'm just laughing because that you don't know what you're about to get yourself into and then it's the jersey and then he gets stabbed and he gets shot I'm just like oh my god uh, yeah that was that was that was my pick um, do you guys have any final thoughts on this film before we go on? I mean like I said I'm not going to think about it much after we publish the episode but I had a good time watching it don't do drugs, kids. If someone gives you a bump, you say no. Are you That's Nancy right. Reagan? Say no. Just say no. Say <laughs> this no. This is your brain. Ibuka, um, Jess, final thoughts? I was just confused. How did the kids know that that was cocaine? Those, those kids are streetwise. 
Yeah, but I think they also mentioned they were like somebody did a talk like at school at the assembly. I think they mentioned that in, in, in the show. Also, it's like the 80s in America. So like Nancy Nancy and Ronald Reagan are doing saying no to drugs. So they're probably telling people what cocaine is. But also it's, it's a movie, I guess. Um, I really like that scene. I like that scene of like the guy acting like he, he does cocaine. I wonder what does he say? He sells, sells cocaine after church or whatever. I thought that was, I thought that was funny. I, thought that, I actually thought the kids were good. I thought the boys, I thought he was really good. Yeah, the boy was good. It's like the bear is fucked. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why didn't anyone run? They're so stupid. A, a drugged up bear. I'm Usain Bolt. No, but didn't like. She ran at the beginning and he he attacked her. Yeah. Because I think... Yeah, but at least tried to run. At least you could say, I tried to survive. Who told you to go up doing Steve Irwin to a bear? You're stopping. Because I think the Wikipedia quote was that, what, if it's, like, you should run. If it's brown. But if it's black, black, stay on your back. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, if it's black, stay on your back. I guess the conscious, or rather the common knowledge was that you should not run from a black bear. Yeah. Maybe that's why they didn't run. I don't know. Me, I'm running. What's the what's movie the movie biggest movie. animal you could take on coke? That's, we'll end it on that note. Fuck. A gorilla. Oh, oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. No, you can take a gorilla. How? Take what's your what's your what's your tactic? What's your plan? A lot of targeting. Pro- what are you doing? I've got aura in it. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? Say I've got aura. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me. Fair enough, man. Um, my maybe a cat. A cat. A cat. I'll oh, be for real. <laughs> think of something else. I don't know why you said gorilla on coke. She can't fight a gorilla on coke. I don't know what she's talking about. A gorilla on coke. Oh wait, on coke. On coke. Yes. yes. What do you think the question was? I still fight the gorilla. <laughs> 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 I'll do what Naomi Watts did in King Kong. It has to be something I can kick. If I can't, if I can't kick it, then never mind. Okay. No, I'll do like you know when uh, in Avengers, yeah, when Biggie Black Widow kept doing that. Oh, to the hawk, the, the lullaby. Don't kill me, like... please. Let's end this podcast. <laughs> I don't know. What you're talking about. I could, I could do a cat because I don't know. Yeah, a cat. I'll kick a cat. And it's not even about the kicking, like right. I don't think a cat's mouth can get through like three layers of jeans. So yeah, but close, close, close your face. Yeah, it would jump on my face. At least I can grab, like I'll lose, I'll lose some pretty points. I'll get a few scars, but at least I can, once I grab it, it's it's done. Yeah, I I said cats. I don't, I can't do a dog. Definitely cannot do a dog. And anything bigger than a dog is not happening. Imagine doing a monkey. There's already hyper without the cocaine. Oh, can you imagine that? No, a golden retriever on Coke. A golden retriever on Coke would be so fascinating. Remember the remember the dog in episode was it episode five of the Last fish. of Us? A fish. Fair enough, Jess. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um The dog in episode five of Last of Us that was testing out to see if they were bits. Yeah. So now imagine that dog <gasps> with cocaine. What are we trying to do here? What are you guys talking about? Please. Nah, man. I'll get into my Joel bag. Okay. I'll mash it up. I've played the Joel game was scared as shit. Look at the Joel. He couldn't move. Nah, the video game Joel weren't that scared. Oh, fair I'll enough. Okay. So Pedro, Pedro Pascal is just a, a bigger wuss. Anyways, um, speaking of Pedro Pascal, Mandalorian with Priscilla and... Oh, Priscilla and Jess, do you guys want to share what the name of the podcast is? Priscilla, do you want to go first? No, you say oh it. It's Lord. your first time. It's a work in progress. True. No. 
Okay. I think we have a, I think we have a name. Jess, what, 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 do, what do you think the name is? Is That Cinema podcast. Is Are we doing cinema? Is That Cinema or Is This Cinema? Um, I'm not sure what we're going to go for in the end, but we're going to decide very soon. I guess we don't have a name yet, guys. Tune in next week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I will have a name for the podcast. Trust. The work in progress reminds me of Puss in Boots, which I think is amazing. Like, I can't I am surprised that it took you that long to get movie. that into this podcast because every guy has been... <laughs> I'm surprised that you you found a way. Well done. Like, no, I'm congratulations. That's have a you seen it? Fantastic movie. That's cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, Tonya Banderas. I'm telling you, bro. Like, I've never seen which, a cat. Which man is which man is the man after your heart? <laughs> I've never seen All a cat them. be sexy. Oh my god. No, okay. No, no, no. okay. And on that note, guys, thank you for listening to this podcast. Before Not we start sexualizing cats. Zorro. Um, is this why That's you were thinking we, about what uh, animal would be good on cooking? That's what we call aura, for real. Because no, even through the cat. Why did you go with that first? <laughs> even through the cat. Yeah, Zabuka, why, why did you, did you go, go with that, that first? <laughs> even through the cat, the voice. He's like, I am not. They call, okay. they call, no. <laughs> they call me. No. Do you know what? If, if you said, if you said Jesus you fancied him as Zoro, like as Zoro, I would understand. Nah, Zoro, but Zoro's you went with the dead, cat. man. We're talking about Elgato here, man. Puss in Boots. <laughs> the fearless, the fearless bandits. Oh my god. This is what happens when you drink on podcast. I cannot believe you're actually sexualizing a cat right now. And trust me, because this is staying in the podcast. Nothing is happening to remove this from the podcast. Well, promoted, he promoted Bruce reality. It's not really a cat. So you, oh, you just like, like CG cats? People... No, Puss in Boots is like... No, because it's this mean you... Wait. Do you fancy Simba as well? Can we... Can we... <laughs> nah, Nala is... But yes, can we finish the podcast? Which Simba? Which Also, which Nala? Original, original, or OG Simpson. OG. No, no, Ibuka, which Nala? Original Nala or the current Nala, the new one? Nala. I thought the podcast was over. We're over our time. The time to record. Why is Ibuka not straight? I don't know. I think my bike is broken. <laughs> Ask the question. <laughs> I think That's my bike question, is broken. Man. <laughs> I'm trying to speak. It's not hitting. My mic is broken. I'm trying he to. He fancies speak. Nala. He fancies a cartoon <laughs> lioness. I want to figure out. I, I just want to know which Nala. I want to know if Ibuka likes the original Nala or he hates Beyonce. That's all, that's all I want to know. <laughs> oh, ah, yes. God. The Beehive. Yeah, Ibuka, do you, do, you, Ibuka, do you hate Beyonce? Is I that will what shut do? this podcast down. <laughs> I'm Beehive. I'm going to shut this I down. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, I know that's right. Let's end this podcast because. I don't know what's going to happen if I don't stop it right now. Um, thank you guys for listening to this podcast on Cooking Bear. If you haven't watched Cooking Bear and you have a free weekend, just go watch Cooking Bear. It's 90 minutes. It's quite fun. Get, um, if, if you're Priscilla, get, what, Tango Ice Blast? Is that what you drink? Tango Ice Blast and splash a little bit of liquor in it. Fair enough. Fair en- yes. I, <laughs> I, That's I, my tip to you. I endorse that. Um, yeah, and obviously, like I said, Thank you, Jess, for making your debut on the podcast. Please check out Jess and Priscilla on the Is This Cinema or Is That Cinema? You know what? If you're listening to this and you have an opinion between one of those two, let us know. And then maybe we'll, if we get opinions, we'll pick one of those two to use for the podcast. But they were talking about movies from April. April has some fun movies coming out. Well, there will be Air, which, God, I want it to be good, but we'll find out. Uh, that's the Matt Damon and Ben Affleck film. And then obviously there's Renfield, which be should be very fun. Then we have Fast and Furious. We have the Mission Impossible movie. So that they should be, this, they will be busy over the next few months of the summer. Um, for now, check whatever we're doing on the platform: Mandalorian, um, Rain Dogs, Priscilla and I, um, 
Succession, Yellow Jackets coming at the end of the month. And we might have some cool, cool things coming up for you guys still. So, yeah. And Ibuka is here, still being chaotic as, as always. Um, you might not hear him on podcast, but he's doing work behind the scenes. And yeah, just thank you guys for listening. And please, please share this podcast. And please come back in April when Priscilla and Jesse's podcast will be up and running. Um, thank you very much. And yeah, join us. Well, do you guys want to say any final thoughts? Any final goodbyes? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I had a lot of fun recording it for the first time. I look forward to the future recordings that we'll be doing. Okay, that's great. That's great. That's I hook you on with the first one and then hopefully by the time you stop having fun, it'll be too late. But yeah, thank you guys for listening and join us next week when we'll be joined by Oscar winner, Daniel Kalia. Bye guys. Don't do coke. No, seriously, guys, it's cocaine in, in, that's strong. In the amounts that the, I'm sure it's that strong. How could cocaine be that strong, the bears doing all that? I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah, I was like, true. is this drug? Because you know every time I see it, yeah, I start screaming bloody murder because that's the one drug I'm like, yeah, you take co- cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> like, you really Wait, take that's, that stuff? That's, that's the limit for, not, not for you, but like that's where you blew Priscilla, when I was in uni and I found out what Ket was, my I think I almost went to, to mass on no, a Friday. No, I was like, no, you're telling I, me you're taking horse tranquilizer? That's what, that's, what, that's what you're doing? Do you think they used to no, knock out like, horses? But you know what's weird, what, about, like, what's weird about Kets is that it weirdly gives you more energy. I don't know why, but it weirdly gives you more. That's what I heard. Wait, so it gave you a little of energy when you tried it? No, I'm saying I heard it gives you more energy. Like you would think horse tranquilizer should fucking knock you down. Uh, fair. I mean, look, I will hopefully I will live my life without knowing that's true or not.